0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba da ba 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 at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Hammer and Nigel, you believe these characters are weirdos? So
1: let's rock You do this at every debate. You say, "No, don't interrupt me. I didn't interrupt you." Okay? You say this. You you do this. You do this this at every debate. You go out on the stump and you say something. All of us see it on video. We confront you on the debate stage. You say you didn't say it, and then you back away. And I want to say
2: what I said.
0: I'm not done yet. Well, this is now look.
1: The fourth debate that you would be voted in the first 20 minutes as the most obnoxious blowhard in America. So shut up, Rene. You know Whoa! Hey. hey! fireworks!
2: Let's go!
3: The final GOP debate was last night. What is that pork chop Chris Christie still doing on stage? Why is he there? (laughs) What is his function? Vivek Ramaswamy versus Chris Christie versus Nikki Haley versus Governor uh, Ron DeSantis last night. And, uh, you know, I was in and out all night of that. And. I had said the previous debate, number three was one of the best I've seen, but this one's getting pretty much rave reviews, is it not, Hammer?
2: This one was entertaining. I don't know how much actual conversation and real debate about the issues we had, but I live tweeted it last night, and if you look at the timeline, the night started with everybody going after Nikki Haley.
3: Yep, because she's got the best uh, poll numbers right now.
2: And she'd been doing very well in the debates. But as the night went on, it kind of became Chris Christie against Vivek Ramaswamy.
1: Let me just say this you know, this is the kind of thing where he talks about experience. You know, I was the U.S. attorney in New Jersey when the terrorist attacks were launched against the United States in 2001. I brought the two two cases in this country against terrorists who tried to attack us again. And I know about the threat of terrorism and bullying in this country and around the world. And at that time, he was learning about the provinces in Ukraine sitting with his smart-ass mouth at Harvard. That's what was going on. (laughs) And so uh, the fact of the matter is, and back then he was a Democrat. Is Chris Christie
3: standing on the backs of the victims of 9-11 to try to campaign? Is there nothing more despicable? Who ca- like Like, what, what is this guy's function? Seriously.
2: I tweeted something last night, and I stand by it 100%. Who watched that debate and then afterwards said, you know what? I'm going to donate to Chris Christie. I'm going to take my hard-earned money, and I'm going to give it to Chris Christie. Because unless you just hate Vivek Ramaswamy and you want to reward Chris Christie for yelling at him, there's no reason for him to be on that stage. Now, not to be outdone, I want you to listen closely to this. Did Vivek Ramaswamy make a fat joke <laughs> to Chris Christie.
0: Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor, just walk yourself off that stage, enjoy a nice meal, yeah. and get the hell out of this race. <laughs> Was that a fat joke? Sure, that was a fat
3: joke. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) And then I saw footage on Twitter X after that, like behind the scenes of Chris Christie, like kind of giving the business to Megyn Kelly for allowing that to go on. I don't know what was said, but it was right after that comment, after the cameras were off and the commercials were going.
2: The only thing that would have been better is if Vivek used the word waddle. (laughs) <laughs> and just waddle your big fat rear end off there and go get a meal. Um, Ron DeSantis, I thought, you know, aside from all the fireworks and stuff, Ron DeSantis had a pretty good night because he called out Nikki Haley for a lot of her bullcrap. And I want you to listen closely to this. This is when DeSantis went after Nikki Haley for her tendency to bow to the political left and all the woke mobs.
0: You have other candidates up here like Nikki Haley. She caves anytime the left comes after her, any the media comes after her. I did a bill in Florida to stop the gender mutilation of minors. It's child abuse and it's wrong. She opposes that bill. She thinks it's fine and the law shouldn't get involved with it. If you're not willing to stand up for the kids, if you're not willing to stand up and say that it is wrong to mutilate these kids, uh, then you're not going to fight for the people back home. I will fight for you and I will win for you.
2: Now, a couple times throughout the night, they went at Nikki Haley for that angle because she's been kind of wishy-washy about whether or not she is for minors having gender-sex-changing surgery. She's kind of wavered on it.
3: We played that clip yesterday of her on CBS News in
2: June saying the same thing, right? Here's uh, DeSantis again basically calling out Nikki Haley for a lie she said about him in regards to boys and girls bathrooms in Florida.
4: And this shows how hypocritical Ron continues to be. When he was running for governor and they asked him about that, he said he didn't think bathroom bills were a good use of his time. You can go look that up.
0: I signed a bathroom bill in Florida. so
4: (laughs) (laughs) So the idea that you would say that I, I was signed it, that. you
0: didn't. You killed it, I signed it. I we stood didn't. up for little girls, you didn't do it. <laughs> it was, he <laughs> called her out on a lie.
3: I mean, that was the easiest ever. I mean, yeah, I signed the bill. What are you talking about?
2: The more Nikki Haley spoke last night, I think the less likable she became. Because for the most part, these debates, the first one, everybody went at DeSantis. And then after that, it was kind of a mess. Nikki Haley, her poll numbers have been on the rise. So she was the target last night, and I don't think she did a very good job of defending her record, what she said, or fighting off some of these attacks. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy went after Nikki Haley. For her thoughts on the Israel-Hamas war and what it means to finish Hamas.
0: Finish them was purposefully vague in a discussion that included Iran, which is what I objected to. And I think it's as U.S. president, you have to be responsible. What happened to Israel was dead wrong. What Hamas did was medieval. It was subhuman. It was immoral. And we have to call that out for what it is on October 7th. But to say that that was an attack on America fails a basic test i mean nick if you can't tell the difference between where israel is and the u.s is on a map i can have my three-year-old son show you the (laughs) difference that is irresponsible because it has major consequences because that doesn't leave room for what actually is an attack on america so i believe i have the strongest pro-israel position actually on the stage even though it's a little bit different than the standard gop talking points
2: so that was vivek ramaswamy going after nikki haley but Nige. That rubbed Chris Christie the wrong way. So Chris Christie, I think he knows nobody likes him so he thought he would try to be the hero and rescue the damsel in distress that was Nikki Haley facing these attacks from Vivek Ramaswamy. It was kind of like the ending scene of an officer and a gentleman. I was waiting for Chris Christie to pick up Nikki Haley, walk
1: off the debate stage with a Love Lifts Us Up Where We Belong playing in the background. We're now 25 minutes into this debate and he has insulted Nikki Haley's basic intelligence, not her positions, her basic intelligence. She doesn't know regions, she wouldn't be able to find something on a map that his three-year-old could find. Look, if you want to disagree on issues, that's fine. And Nikki and I disagree on some issues. But I'll tell you this, I've known her for 12 years, which is longer than he's even started to vote in a Republican primary. (laughs) we disagree about some issues and we disagree about who should be president of the united states what we don't disagree on is this is a smart accomplished woman you should stop insulting so i'm going
2: to take (laughs) this and he picks up nikki haley They walk off the stage No, they waddle. They waddle (laughs) off stage. It's pretty rich
3: for Chris Christie to tell Vivek Ramaswamy to stop picking on Nikki Haley when that's Chris Christie's main job is to troll Donald Trump. Right. That's your gig. And you're going to tell somebody else to stop being rude to the candidate? Give me a break. Uh,
2: You brought up uh, Megyn Kelly earlier. I thought she did a pretty good job last night. She let everybody go at each other, but she didn't lose the room. But there were times where it felt like Megyn Kelly was up there just roasting dudes. Like, (laughs) the debate opened up with Megyn Kelly basically giving Ron DeSantis a big dose of reality.
4: Governor DeSantis, your campaign and its super PAC have spent the most money, had the most high net worth donors, and had a wave of momentum coming into this race after your big re-election win in Florida. You were seen by many as the candidate most likely to consolidate the non-Trump field. But here we are, a month out from the first real votes, and you haven't managed to do it. In fact, Nikki Haley is beating you in New Hampshire and South Carolina now, and closing in on you in Iowa, not to mention Trump, who is not only dominating in the early states, (laughs) but is beating you in Florida by over 30 points. Is it fair to say, as Senator Tim Scott did when he dropped out, that voters are telling you, not no, but not now.
2: I mean, this is like one of those Comedy Central roasts. She's up there just grilling him right to his face. And he's
3: sitting there with that smile, that politician slick smile on his face, kind of the bobblehead thing that he does. And not that I don't like DeSantis, don't get me wrong. I'd love him. I'd vote for him. But
2: Megan Kelly was kind of right. E. Now, was she tougher on DeSantis or was she tougher on Chris Christie? He
4: even said that you got into this race just to stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81%. Yours is at 25 (laughs) Your best state is New Hampshire, and even there, two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump. And voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much.
2: Megyn Kelly, my God, she reminded me at times of the guy that does the academic decathlon in Billy Madison. What you have just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That was Megyn Kelly talking to Chris Christie and DeSantis last night.
0: <laughs> Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.